Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Ron Burgundy. Stop what you're doing and listen. 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 Welcome, welcome, welcome back, oh, are babies. We record- are we re- actually recording or not? Yeah. Oh. We've been recording. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, we've just been rolling. Way to interrupt the intro. Hey, whoops. Damn. <laughs> welcome back, babies. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Mount Draftmore. You know what it is. We're back again to draft the best random topics straight from the tip of our tongue so you don't have to waste your time debating the best songs, movies, or in today's case, the best TV sitcoms of all time minus animated sitcoms. Save that shit for later. We've got you covered. All you've got to do is listen, then vote afterwards. I'm Ben Jammin, and I'm joined by the regular Matt. What? And then we got two people in hot seats. We got Anisha, and we have Aaron joining us for today's draft. Two guests. How are y'all doing? Doing swell. I've had the best day. (laughs) Had the best day. I had a me party. A party for myself. But not a pity party. No, no. The opposite. But remember, what happens at a me party stays at a me party. So, can't talk about it. Did they know about that? Now we do. (laughs) 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 Okay. Today we're doing TV sitcoms, but before we get this thing going, we need to roll the dice to see the order in which we're going to be drafting. Matt's rolling, but he's waiting for the dice music. I'm waiting for the dice music. He's waiting for. It's the not dice official music. until the dice music's been played. I don't got. I don't got Dylan here. Come on, Bessie. I know we need the come on, Bessie. Come on, Bessie. Come on, Bessie. Uh, a two. A two. Matt with a two. I think I can beat that. <sighs> can you? <laughs> Good luck. Here we go. Rolls no one. ones. No whammies. I still want it to be a one. It's a nine. For a minute there, I almost turned to three. I was like, oh, you're like, oh, they almost spoke into existence there. (laughs) 20. 20. Nice. That's a a good showing right there. I would have said nat 20 best at 30 side dice. Damn, Anisha. Pressure's on. Ooh, off table. What's it land? Does that count? 29. Play it where it lies. <laughs> <laughs> I am 29. Anisha is... Tw- you rolled a 20? 20. Aaron with a 9. And Matt in the familiar position. God, it's that your Home sec- away from home. It's your second home. It's that vacation spot. You're back <laughs> in the <laughs> wraparound. Oh, golly. Sometimes it feels like it never left. Is it, does it feel like a safe place? It is. It is. It's a very safe place. Oh, yes. All right, well, let's get this jam going. Round one. Round one. Pick I have one. F- first pick. Best sitcoms of all time? God damn it. Not one I wanted to have the first pick on. Wanted to try to read the room. Get read, a feel. Get a feel. What is a timeless sitcom? Perhaps a show that I took in the past. How are we defining sitcoms? Oh, God, we didn't 
talk about how we're going to define a sitcom. Isn't it like a situational comedy? Great. Enter everybody. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> On top of that, it also does that. Uh, yes, let's say 30-minute show. Ooh, so there's a time constraint. Lots of laughter. Here. Most of them are. I mean, you may have something on your list that's a little bit longer, but standard is that 30 minute, which is like 22 minutes with a bunch of commercials. Limited number of characters. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So time, number of characters. Because now we can have like a little checklist. I like this. I like this. What else? Catchy theme song. Yeah. Sure. Yes. I feel like they. I think that one's a little more uh, <laughs> of an opinion. It'll be catchy <laughs> yeah. to me or you, but maybe not. Recognizable everyone. theme song. Maybe, maybe it's just. Know. Maybe that's yeah. just a perk, or that's just like an. Maybe maybe just that's a plus. Yeah. That's a bonus. That's that's a little bonus. So time and characters. That's all we have. Matt, what'd you say about the story? Uh, well, it just follows like people in like their everyday lives in some way, shape, or form, right? Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You know, I, like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Like okay. people in a workplace, people in a home, their home life. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind it. It's that. not like people saving the world, you know? <laughs> so you're telling me <laughs> that Hawkeye isn't a sitcom? Dang it. I'm going to have to redo my whole list now. Wait. <laughs> Is it a sitcom? No. Is Loki a sitcom? No. I, you know that, oh my God! That wait. show was funny. Is Wandavision a sitcom? Wandavision it oh, starts is off a as a wet com, as a sitcom. Yes. a wetcom. It's <laughs> a wetcom. I don't think. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I want to know. Yeah, Wandavision. I guess I. That, I think it. I, that would be like in the gray area where I. I think you could make a, a pretty substantial case for it. You know, we'll give you like half of. Half yeah, I was gonna say if, one. Yeah. if you know anything about Ben, Ben will try to push that. Well, one. I'm not trying to pick that. I'm just, just you get I'm like Ben's like fourth round pick, one division. <laughs> Two thirds of the season could be a sitcom. <laughs> All the way up until they get to the, about like the 2000s. After that, probably not so much a sitcom anymore. Ah, oh, gosh. What's the best sitcom? Come on, man. Yeah, wait, I guess, no, I guess we're number not one. Tell you. Okay, t- t- today. I'll, I guess I will take Arrested Development. Ooh, that's a good one. A, yep. All right. Yeah. It's got a great cast. This has been talked about on a previous podcast. Didn't Dustin pick it? Maybe. It might have been Dylan. Someone picked Justin Bateman in a past draft. I did not pick it. It's I got know a, that. Got a great cast. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, Jessica Walter, rest in peace. She died recently. Jeffrey Tambor? I guess not recently. In the last year. That's recent. Jeffrey Tambor, David Cross, Tony Hale, a whole bunch of funny, funny, funny folks. Does just what you say. Follows them day to day. Mm-hmm. It's that situational comedy. Like the, the Yeah, all the situations are in that's. The fucking money in the banana stand. Yep. The money's in the banana stand. The money's money in, in the It banana. was literally <laughs> in the banana stand. Aaron, have you never seen Arrested Development? No. Put it on your list. The it's money's in one. the banana stand. But I would say only watch the first three seasons. Don't, don't watch the reboot. You don't need yeah. the rest. There's a reboot? Well, because it went off. It, it was like a mainstream thing, and then they stopped. They canceled it, and then they brought it back on Netflix. And the Netflix version wasn't quite as good. It's like The Office, where there was... 
the office before what we all know is this the is, office now. No, honestly, this is better. Cast. This is better because the main character isn't ridiculously cringy. <laughs> it's like Office with Michael Scott versus without Michael Scott. But no, it's not. That's not fair because the Office without Michael Scott isn't good. But Arrested Development <laughs> is good. Like, it's didn't you just really call him cr- Didn't you just call Michael Scott cringy? Oh yes, yes. but I'm. I know and that's why it's funny. <laughs> he, he's so cringy. I cannot stand yeah. watching him. I would never pick that show. But I recognize that it's really popular. I gotta take a note. I gotta take a page out of Dylan's book because he he reads the little synopsises that are on his little pick. So I'm gonna do the same. In Arrested Development, Michael Bluth finds himself forced to stay in Orange County and run the family real estate business after his father. George Bluth Sr. is sent to prison for committing white-collar crime. Mm. <coughs> he tries to juggle the wants and needs of his spoiled and eccentric family while being a good role model for his teenage son, George Michael. Gotta love Buster in that show, too. <laughs> Buster's the Buster. best. Buster is Michael Bluth's <laughs> younger brother, who is great. definitely a Buster. But oh, his... Dude, but Job is great too. Job is ridiculous. <laughs> Job is great. A wannabe magician. Aaron, you haven't seen this, and you and I do the same thing to each other. Like you'll recommend a show to me, and it'll take me a year and a half yep. to finally watch it. <laughs> yep. And I'll recommend a show to you, and it'll take you a year and a half to watch it. Yep. So in a year and a half, check this one out because it's timeless and it's really good. It's, it's a quality show. Really it's a good, good comedy. It's got it's like funny. that dry humor. Say the same thing a bunch of different ways. Money's in the banana stand. It's kind of like, I, I feel like this is kind of in that vein of like curb your enthusiasm. Like same, similar, like not as like direct as Larry David's mm-hmm. show, but similar kind of humor. You know, putting people in awkward positions and how do they react. I know Dustin kind of picked this and he picked it at a time when we used to vote in the studio so he's going to be pissed that he's not here. And I picked it. <laughs> and this time I was like, yeah, this is a good pick. Cause he's gonna be like, but I'm not going to tell you back then. I hate it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slip him talking about this show in this. <laughs> 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 what Dustin said. Listen to what Dustin said. See, he already said this was great. And there's just like a little Dustin clip tried. of like Dustin wow. talking. No, yeah, I already, yeah, yeah, I already put it in. Like by now it's already been put in. Sweet. Next pick. Thanks, Dustin. Yeah. Anisha, you have the next pick. All righty then. I took your pick. I um, saw it on the computer that's not on in front of you. That's good, yes. Uh, I But it was actually on my list, so well played. Um, I'm going to take this one. I feel like it's a little early, but I also know you that if I don't swoop in and take it now, it will get taken and I'll be in my feelings. So I will say that this show is literally... One of the best shows of the early 2000s. Um, Is it though? It had, (laughs) that's what one of the characters would say. Do you know what show I'm picking? Early 2000s. I don't know. I feel Mm -hmm. like your big clue was literally. Um, Yes, it was. Do you know what it is? I cannot think of what that is (laughs) off the top of my head. (laughs) I can tell you that one of the main characters has written three books now. Reads all of his books himself on Audible, so I highly recommend. And it is set in a little town that doesn't actually exist. Pawnee, Par- Indiana. Parks and Rec Parks came out in 2003. Rec. I didn't say it came out in 2003. 
Oh. I said it came out in the early 2000s. Oh, see, well, early but 2000s, it, I'm thinking like 2003. No, oh, no. It came out in 2009, so I feel like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. 2009 is not early 2000s. Mid-2000s. Yeah. You're fine, you could say That's mid-2000s. That's like late 2000s, son. Well, that but is, I count all of these that years is the, that as is the literally 2000s. The late, it doesn't matter. That's literally late 2000s. Because we're not, then we're getting into the tiny, the 20s. Okay. I don't want to hear you tweens. talking anymore. Let me talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, just saying, I thought 20, anyways, 2003. Um, this is one of those shows to me, uh, super fabulous. I have watched every season. Very oh, rewatchable. That's a, that's a lie. I don't watch season one and season two hardly ever. <laughs> to be honest, I don't watch those. But if you skate right in at season three, you just mosey on. And yes, so rewatchable. I've watched all of them multiple times. Uh, I have some favorite episodes. I love flu episode. I think Leslie Nope is hilarious when she gets sick and she has no concept of what's going on, but then she has to give a speech and somehow she is on. And then as soon as the speech is over, she's back to being hilariously crazy. Uh, Ron Swanson. I don't even feel like I need to Classic say anything character. more than that yep, other so than just good. Ron Swanson. Um, He's amazing. Um, this show to me is the better of the mockumentaries. So that yeah. is also why I chose Parks and Rec. Um, the first person. Yes. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the way they utilize the camera. And they're, I almost feel like the nonverbal use of the camera is better than when they're in front of it talking. So um, <laughs> I just really enjoy this show a lot. Um, I still can pump out some tears when I watch the last season, particularly the last episode. The last episode is so good. Oh, favorite. So good. Treat yourself. Oh, treat yourself. It's the best day of the year. (laughs) The best day of the year. (coughs) So yeah. Treat, 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 treat yourself. That would be my first pick. And I'm going to leave it at that. Such a good show. Little Sebastian. Mm. Bye, 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 little Sebastian. Sebastian. Let's do it, guys. <laughs> Gonna miss you in the satisfaction. Oh, that and then the, <laughs> I fell in the pit. <laughs> mouse rat, mouse rat. That's where it was right there. Or scarecrow boat. Oh, my gosh. Andy's band ruled. So good. <laughs> mouse rat. Mouse rat. What other songs did he have? Oh, there's so many bangers. What other the what pit did he have? Was, uh, the pit's the, the best one. No, when he's becoming Johnny Karate and he has to send it, you got sex hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh my got it from me. Got it from me. Sex, sex hair. <laughs> That's yeah, right. no, because he replaces hair with bear, and then yeah. he's still saying sex. Sex bears. <laughs> and April's like, I don't think hair was the wrong word. <laughs> I totally uh, forgot that he became Johnny Karate. Yeah, all yeah, all the subplot like characters like the Tammy and Ron situation. Yes. Tammy one, yeah, Tammy, Tammy one, two, Tammy, Tammy two. three. Yep. So His mom's good. name's Tamara. She goes by Tammy. It's cute. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ben Wyatt in the Calzones. God damn it! <laughs> ben Wyatt with his stop motion animation. The Didn't, he zone. Didn't he also end up making his own like RPG game too? Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And they gave him like the royalties, or yeah, they actually made it into a real game. Yeah, he was able to win like the Wi-Fi rights because he's like, "That's my game." Because of that game, like he was walking through the office after getting declined the like 
on the deal that they were trying to make. And he saw him playing. And he was like, hey, you're playing my game. And they're like, bullshit, you didn't make this. He's like, I bet you if I beat you, but those then cool, we get the rights. The nerdy guys at the accounting firm also put it in his name. Oh, I know. That was a sleeper. People aren't really like that. That's how you know it's a sitcom. Those poor accounting guys. <laughs> they know. just wanted him to hang around. He was one of them. I know one of us. <laughs> one of us. He, he like he like worked there three different times and quit three different yes. times. I, yes, that is true. They're like, oh, oh God, ben, come on, right. come on back. <laughs> Will you please stay? <laughs> the rewatchability of this show, too. It's highly quotable, oh, highly high. watchable, yes. everything. Yep. Phenomenal show. Get rid of the first two seasons, though. Get that shit out well, of it's here. clear that, that they were. Well, it's clear that they Just, didn't understand their focus. So it's like you got the office that's on at the time, and it's hot, and they are going to do something similar. Mm-hmm. So I think they were trying to find their way. The first season, if I remember correctly, is only about six episodes long. You can tell it's a pilot. Yeah. Yes, and Leslie looks kind of haggard. Bless her heart, like the hair and the clothes. <laughs> like she hadn't come into her own either. She was a. She's always an annoying character, but that was all the essence to. Leslie Nope at the beginning. It's way more mockumentary in the first two seasons. And they try way too hard Let's dry. to be the office. Yeah. Because it's, it's just like, about a park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just gotta get this park. Hot. So you're like, that's it. That's, see, that's what we're doing. Well, that's it. Yep. But that's the difference between it and the office. Like the office, the central space is the office. Everyone's always there. In Parks and Rec, it can't work conceptually because everyone's divided in the it's parts city, of the yeah. park where they're supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> So, but man, in the third season, after they get rid of Mark and they bring in Ben and Chris. Chris. Yeah. Oh, Chris. I love Chris. <laughs> then that show gets good. Like, it gets really good. They start to bring, like, Donna be- becomes Donna. more of a, becomes more of a character. Ter- Larry, Terry, spirit. Jerry. Jerry. Gary, Grigich. Jerry, Grigich. Jerry. Gary, Grigich. Yeah, I don't like either of those. <laughs> solid choice. Yeah, solid, solid, solid choice. choice. Thanks, guys. It could have been the first pick. Yep, could have been. Okay. What On to the, you. What will the third pick be, Aaron? Ooh. Okay, so I'm gonna go with one that I've actually seen. <laughs> that I've that's a good actually start. Seen. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. there's only about there's only about two of them, and one of them just got picked. So uh, I'm gonna go with Scrubs. Mm. Oh, good one. Because I've actually seen that one, and I found that show to be hilarious. Um, I think when I actually started watching that show was when I was I was still I was in high school, I believe. Okay, because I think you, you and Anisha, like Ben and Anisha, were the ones that introduced it to me. Oh, yeah. and fantastic! I, and then I ended up just that. watching like the whole <laughs> thing with you guys. I'm pretty sure until eventually I ended up getting like Hulu or something like that. Watched it on my own, but I mean. I think Zach Braff and Donald uh, Faison. Faison, yeah, those two are hilarious. They are dynamite. Th- that duo, e- I think every single time they were on camera, they were always creating some fake doctors, real friends. Oh, that's so good. I listen to it quite often. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, that's the definition of a bromance right there. It's like guy if, love. If you looked it yeah, up, guy it's love. Guy yeah. love. That's, that's what right. It's guy is. love. <laughs> it's guy, guy love. love. <laughs> He's mine. I'm his. Come on. Yeah, I mean, that's my favorite episode. Is my musical. Oh yeah, that that whole episode is. Oh musical, yeah, where it? the everything's yeah. come down to poo. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Every song in that episode is so great. Oh, oh the cast of characters in that show, though. Do you know yeah. that they, I can't tell you exactly what the organization is because I cannot remember, but um, they have been deemed the most accurate and realistic medical show of all the shows that have been on. Except for when they're drinking from coffee cups because they're always empty. That's not yeah. medicine. That's just part of the shtick. <laughs> but because they do such outlandish things, the uh, creator of the show wanted to make sure that the medicine portion of the show was accurate. And so JD is actually based on a real JD who is friends with Bill, the creator. So he would call oh. him and be like, hey, I need to make sure that somebody, like, got to have this thing. Guy's not going to die, but we need to kind of like almost die. What do you got? <laughs> so the real JD's like, uh, here's this thing. It's called blah, 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 blah. And then that's what they just go with for the diseases in the show. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Knowledge dropped. But Scrubs definitely has like a lot of range too. Cause like you definitely had like the, the sticky, like easy joke episodes, but then it got like real deep too. Yeah, like, yeah. remember the Brendan Fraser episodes? Oh, oh my man. God. Tear jerkers. Dude, for real. A show that really made you feel everything. Oh, and then, like, JD's brother was, like, just like a Tom. He's, like, just like, oh. up to no good. That they have this big case. thing about, like, their relationship with their dad and everything. It's, yeah. And then John Ritter is who they cast as their dad. And I feel like a lot of shows that John Ritter was in at the time when he died did this, but they leaned into his death and they killed mm -hmm. all of his characters. Uh -huh. And they made in like the 2000s was the time where shows were starting to like put their characters through trauma that wasn't just like, oh, this is going to stick with them for an episode and get over it. Yep. It you lingered. Know, this, yeah. Yeah. This is something that's going to continue to come back to this character. And JD's dad did that with John Ritter. Yeah. Which is also really good casting because really those three look like they could be related. Oh, absolutely. I'm forgetting, I'm blinking on the guy that plays JD's brother, the actor's Tom name. Tom Cavanaugh? Tom Cavanaugh. I'm pretty sure is his name. Either way, yeah, they, they, they do look a lot alike. See, and I personally, I think the best character of that whole show was Dr. Cox. Oh, without mm. a doubt. Perry he, Cox. He is easily the best character of that show. Mm -hmm. Like, his interactions with every character was just gold. He's such an asshole, but he is the perfect asshole. Oh, absolutely. Like he was, he was always my, I was always excited whenever he was on screen. Cause I knew something, I knew that he was going to just dig into someone. It was gonna be hilarious. That, and then you got like the janitor. Yep. The janitor. janitor so good. Well, and before we get off of Dr. Cox, I do think it is respectful to the character to also mention his biggest episode, which is the one where he loses those three people. Yeah. Because he mm -hmm. does the transplants and it there's rabies, right? Yeah. I believe it's rabies mm -hmm. and he shows such depth to who he is as a doctor. And then the man who plays him just like oh yeah. still gets you when you watch it. Such a great character. Definitely. Good <laughs> pick, Aaron. The, yeah, that's a really good pick. You know, it's I was kind of hoping list. that one would, uh, yeah, kind of lay on the back burner. Unlucky, unlucky for you guys, it's one of the few I've seen. So <laughs> I gotta go with it. Touche. <laughs> well, I guess it's on to me then. So close out round number one. Burger I'm, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll just tell you. I'll start singing the, the song, and then you'll know what pick it is. Ooh, singing song. Hanging out. <laughs> down, 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 down the 
street. The same old thing we did last week. Not a thing to do. Here comes Donna. To you. Roll yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> It was clear. Yeah, there were more. I words. forgot that yeah, there, there was. There's more. I forgot there that were they words. were still. Y- that they're still young. We're all all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that '70s show. Oh, an amazing sitcom. Amazing sitcom. You're talking about Eric Foreman. Red is one of the best characters on that show, without a doubt. I love me some Red Foreman. He, Eric, you know, as a main character, like you get, it, he's kind of like the awkward, dorky teenager trying to find his way. His his dad's a hard ass. <laughs> But man, Red is Red. Arguably, is the best character on that show. Like without a doubt, he is the funniest dude. All his interactions with, you know, the stupid neighbor next Bob next door. That whole interaction, <laughs> the shared fence, Kelso. I mean, Fez, Hyde having like, I mean, the the same kind of thing. There's like regular everyday like awkward teenage life, but also they they weave in some like emotional stuff like Eric's decision on what his future plans are Hyde's relationship with his dad Fez nobody really knows what's going on Fez Kelso has a brother like all this stuff happens in Point Place Wisconsin I mean such a good show this theme song is iconic iconic very rewatchable you can rewatch the 70 show all the time um yeah I don't know really there's not a whole lot else to say it's just a great sitcom touche it's one that I, I feel like I knew I wasn't oh, no. tripping. I knew I wasn't. Oh, because I'm thinking the second, the second go round. Yeah, this is the one I was thinking of. Let's talk. I don't think I've ever heard this one. Whoa, yeah. It's only the first season. That's like why. the 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 one that the we're all raw, oh, right? That's like every season after that. See, that's but I was like super that. confused because I was like, damn, why would I remember it that way? There's also, like, a a ton of, like, uh, cameos that pop Mm. up in this show, too. Like, The Rock is in episode. He plays, which is funny because he plays his dad, Rocky Johnson. Like, The Rock plays his dad. That's right, because they go to a wrestling Mm -hmm. match, and Red goes with him, and he's super stoked on it. Yeah. And then Tommy Chong's in this damn thing. Oh, that is correct. Doesn't he own a store? He well, he uh, he owns, like, a a Photoshop or something like that, and that's where Hyde works and smokes a lot of weed and... I mean, those iconic, like, scenes of them, they're all in, in Eric's basement. They they can't show them smoking, obviously, but you know, like, everybody's all like, <laughs> oh, and they're spinning around and everything. They definitely have the munchies. Like, it's great. I got a list of people, if you want to know. Yeah, the cameos. Danny Bonaducci. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he plays, like, the uh, Eric's boss at the Burger Shack. I remember they, that. They liked uh, the Partridge family because Shirley Jones was on there, too. Gene Simmons. Yep. Kiss. Char- Charo. Remember Charo? Oh, yeah. Alice Cooper, Valerie Harper, Ted Nugent, Monty Hall. I don't know who that is. The game show host? Maybe? Yeah, let's make a deal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm. There's a lot of other people, but we wouldn't know these people. Anyways. But, yeah. man, I, w- I would love for them, like... It, it might ruin it, but I still think it'd be kind of cool if they made, like, they did try to make that 80s show. It didn't work. But if they, like, brought back the same cast of characters and made, like, that 90s show with, like, them being adults, having kids, kind of going through mm. the same things, 
I think I think that'd be pretty watchable. I think the problem they went with that age shows they didn't cast the same people. Yeah, because how old are they all now? They're, I mean, what? Uh, God, Eric, uh, Topher Grace, he's probably in his like early forties, mid forties, forty three. I would think they yeah. are forties. Yeah, Mila is he was thirty eight. So yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, there was an interesting thing about that. Like, uh, she lied about her age to get that job. I remember that. Like, there's like some. Wasn't she fourteen? She's like fourteen or fifteen or something like that. I do recall reading. But that as well. point being that that would make for an interesting like yeah if they did like a that '90s show and them like being adults having kids that kind of thing. Well, and how fun that two of the characters are already together in real life. So yeah, just, Kelso boom. and Jackie are married in real life. Yeah, your that's kids. crazy. Let's do it. They are always meant to be. It's sad that, uh, you know, you always rooted for Eric and Donna, but you knew. You saw the writing on the wall. She was too good for him. Yep. He was a dweeb. I, I am going to tell you that I always thought Mila Kunis and Macaulay Culkin were going to stand the test of time. <laughs> 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 and then that didn't happen. It's so a cool. Yay. That's Sony show. Yeah. No, it was always supposed to be Jel- uh, Kelso and Jackie. I almost said Jelko. That would have been their, that's their couple yeah, name. Yeah, a couple, right? a couple named Jelko. Need the Jelko. <laughs> So there you go. Close out round number one. That 70 show. Good pick. Good picks, everybody. Not a bad draft. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. It's on the up and up now. (laughs) You sound like you know what we're doing. What were our ads? We forgot to announce what our ads are this time. The Mountain. Yep. Today we're sponsored by The Mountain and Trucks. Trucks, baby, trucks. Mount Draft more. This episode of Mount Draftmore brought to you by 69.9 FM, The Mountain. We bring you the hardest rock for the hardest dudes who are rock hard, hard rock dudes. Next time you hop in your car on your way to the Biscuit Factory, turn on 69.9 FM, The Mountain. Where we've got the hardest rock for the hardest dudes who are rock hard. Nothing but hard rock, hard dudes who play hard rock in our rock hard. You'll find nothing but hard rocking on 69.9 FM. The Mountain. Now sit back and rock out to the latest from some other hard rock dudes. Nickelback. Mount Draft More. Back in the round. Round round. two. Round two, Matt. Your second pick. Second pick. uh, Best sitcoms you already got. That 70s show. No, off to a good start so far. I'm gonna keep that start a rolling with another one that I like. I love this show so much. Like I, again, you could watch it at any point. You don't have to have really like watch it in order or any sequence. You could watch any episode. You're gonna love it. And that is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nine Nine. Oh snap! Nine Nine. You've been snatched. See, you you talked about it earlier, and then it got in my head. I was like. Oh my god, that's such a good show. Oh no. it's so it's good. It's so good. And I was worried if I didn't do it now, it ain't gonna last until my next pick. You're very, very right. So <laughs> I mean Brooklyn Nine Nine, I mean a procedural cop comedy, those don't exist. They're all about drama and dark stuff. This was a, a brand new breath of fresh air. Just like Scrubs took medical shows and made them into comedies. 
Brooklyn Nine-Nine took cop shows, made it into a sitcom comedy. I mean, Jake Jake Peralta, like, come on. So iconic good. character in his own right. So I mean, Terry Crews. Oh, 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 just, just everything about this entire show is amazing. Again, you just the revolving cast of characters. You got the dynamics between Jake and uh, who's... I'm blanking on the... The uh, the awkward guy that that's Jake's best friend. Oh my God, Charles Boyle. Charles, yes. Mm-hmm. Their like weird buddy relationship that like Charles wants seems to like kind of blur the line of like what's socially acceptable, what's unacceptable. <laughs> like he's a really weird dude. Jake is like thinks he's a little too cool, but he's also just got like that slapsticky comedy that I love. Uh, the captain. I mean, my God, the Halloween episodes are without doubt some of my favorite TV, like the- TV episodes <sighs> of all time. Like the competition. During Halloween's amazing, you've got the recurring cast of characters. Uh, God, he the the guy that has like he's undercover and he comes back, and him and Rosa are going out for a while. I'm blanking on that guy's name. Are you talking about? Um, is that the Adrian Pimento? Yes, Pimento. Yes, that I mean he's hilarious. Like they just get into like really funny situations regularly. I mean. God, I love this show so much. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to take it now because I knew it wouldn't last. Yeah, no, that's a good idea because I would have definitely taken it next. Damn, <sighs> good show. Nine, nine. So good. So good. <laughs> nine, nine. Amy. Such a such a good character. The, the way that her relationship evolved through the seasons with Jake Oh yeah, them hating them, them ha- pretty much hating each other at the very beginning, and then ending up together. I mean, it's just yeah. But you, you see knew it was going to happen. Oh, you totally knew it was going to happen. It's a classic sitcom. Yep. You know that's going to happen in a classic sitcom. And then Rosa, she was just crazy. Oh yeah, and then yeah, yeah, Gina that was there for a while. Like Gina's her own brand of unique. But yeah, Raymond Holt. My God, such yep, an amazing Cap- character, Captain Raymond. Yep, he was so good. I think. I was telling Anisha this earlier. The just the way that the, the character he's like he's kind of, he's a hard ass and he delivers everything like very straightforward. Yeah, and all by that. the book, absolutely. Yes, but the but the way that the actor delivers his lines for like a comedic sense is just the way that he delivers it so straight as if he's not trying to be funny about it. Yeah, but it always comes out hilarious. Oh, because he's, he's so like funny. Did you not see me? I was laughing. Like yeah, just that it, deadpan. Yeah, it's so good. No change of facial expression. And then he's got the rivalry with uh, God. That she's a uh, God. She's married to Kevin Bacon. I know the actress, but she, he's got like a rival with her, and she screws him over because she's like in the the main like NYPD. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes. And the whole premise behind why she screwed him over is because. He didn't want to be with her or something like yeah, that because yeah. he ended up being gay. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And then that's like his right. home life of like he's like a big softie. He's got like corgis. He's got like yep. this really nice husband. Oh, yeah. The layers of like the characters in the show is great. Dude, and then at, don't they start off one episode with them telling Raymond that he's like he was in a bad mood or something like that because he needed to get laid and then he just goes off about it and then he comes <laughs> back the next day and he's like, yeah, that's what was wrong. <laughs> And then, uh, oh my God, I'm, I'm, uh, there's like another thing that's like really, really, really funny that they do a lot. Um, God, what am I? It'll come to me. It'll come to me. You guys can 
Move on to the next pick. Move on to the next pick. It's a phenomenal <laughs> show. It's so good. It's so good. All right, Brooklyn 99 for the first pick of the second round. So then now it's me for the third pick, me, Aaron. And I, I it's funny because you talked all that time and it wasn't even about your pick. But it would I have sold been them, your, but no, I it know. would have been I your wanted, pick. I wanted no, I that. No, yep. no, That's I, the one I wanted. It's it's funny when that happens because we all do it. Yep. Then oh. you're like, damn, I talked all that time and I should have been figuring out my pick. <laughs> Shit. Well, <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, uh, uh, when you only had two picks. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the office. I think Ooh. one of the other ones that I want will be there later. So I'm gonna go with the office. Oh, he's being cocky with his picks. Um, <laughs> he's like, it'll be there later. I know. I thought this about uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine Two, and I was wrong. Hey, you got sniped, straight up. But <laughs> I think Scrubs had to go first. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the office. Um, I mean, huge show. It's massive on Netflix. Netflix tried to get rid of it in like what 2020, I think it was. And it's on it's on the Peacock. Yeah, Peacock snatched it. They were like, "That's our IP, son." I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix, though, isn't it? Mm, I don't I'm think pretty so. sure I don't think Netflix ever ended up getting rid of it. I'll check. I'll check in real yeah, time. Check Keep that. talking about it. But yeah, so I mean huge show. Everyone loves it. I feel like every person I talk to have seen that show. I think I've seen maybe the first season of it. I you I go deeper. <laughs> I enjoyed what I had what what I had seen for that first season. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 That didn't sound like the office. That's whoa. Netflix. Whoa. Well, you know how Spooky. Netflix it just like starts playing. Yes. Thank you, Netflix. But in, the office is interesting though, because it's like it's bookended by like bad. The very, very beginning of the office is not good. Like they're they're clearly like they're trying to figure it out. They don't know if they're like what kind of humor style to quite use. And then the end of it without Michael Scott also sucks. But it's like really seasons two through five they're good. No office on Netflix. Oh, okay, so they get taken off then. Yeah. Okay. Gotta love some Jim and Dwight interactions though. That's I always love that. Dude, Jim was an <laughs> asshole. Jim <laughs> I was waiting the, for that. That's the worst part of that show is Jim is a fucking prick and everyone loved him. He was such a shitty character. He was so rude and so selfish, especially to Pam. Like, what a fucking... Oh, absolutely. What a piece yeah. of shit. Like, I'm just saying the, 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 the pranks were funny. I will say yeah. this, though. they The writers wanted to have Jim cheat on Pam. They should have. And it was the it one time that Jim said no. Because that's not what we as an audience would have been able to accept. Is that? Like the actor for Jim? Yeah, like I'm talking about the characters like John the Krasinski. Yeah, oh. like he was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't do that. Okay. We're too wholesome. Future Mr. Fantastic. Not about that. Yep. Yeah. That's right. He's going to be a superhero now. Yikes. Um, I think the best episode of The Office, hands down, <laughs> it's the one uh, where it starts with Dwight uh, staging a fire. Oh, where yeah, everyone the can one, practice yeah. their safety protocol and really everyone's just losing their remain shit. calm. Everybody <laughs> remain calm. Cats are getting thrown. <laughs> and through Stanley the has a heart attack. Ceiling. All hell breaks loose. Greatest episode. It is the best one. You'll turn it on and I'll watch that first part. Oh yeah. Well, that's the that's the main part to watch. And I've actually shown that to my staff as we're getting ready to do safety training. Feel like everybody remain calm. <laughs> Every man for himself. And <laughs> Michael Scott's just yelling out the window. He's taking the printer in a chair to try to break it. And he's just yelling. There, that scene is so stupid. It, it anytime you watch it and you actually pay attention, 
they're rolling the copy machine into a door <laughs> that opens outward. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Like, the door would swing out towards you. Why are you slamming something into it when it's already shut? Because they're not calm. They're not. They're, <laughs> they're not, not calm. They're not thinking straight. They're trying to get out. Oh, also, do you do you buy into the theory that Toby is the Scranton Strangler? You know, I could see. I think, I think he is. I could see how that would play out. He knew he was way a little too eager to divulge the details of the Strange Scrangler case <laughs> on his jury duty. But Same. he was on jury duty. What are the chances of the actual murder being put on the jury? No, I'm saying. Well, I'm saying I don't even know if the jury actually jury thing even existed. Like maybe he was just making shit up. Hmm. I'm unsure. Just trying to get out of work. I don't know. Ben, what's the worst episode of The Office? It should be easy for you. Oh, Scott's Tots. Boom, Scott's Tots, yeah. That's, that's Scott's Tots. Yeah. It, that's like <laughs> peak cringy television history. So bad. <laughs> Promises a uh, room full of elementary school kids that uh, he'll pay for their college. And then and then the years oh. pass, like... Because he promises that in an early season. Like, like, he does it, like, when they're, like, sixth graders or whatever. So there's, like, a good, like... Oh, six year gap, yeah. six year jump there. Then they bring it back up, and it's like, oh my god! What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Make our dreams come true? <laughs> You're not. And he go. You're not. That the worst part is he goes to the assembly celebrating it. And why does if, he like, go? Bro, because he wants that praise. Yes. Because yep. he's that hard up. <laughs> he's a, he is an egomaniac. He always wants to hear him being praised. He just wants to be loved. Yes. Well, him and Holly's relationship's cute. Like, they're a good match. He needs Holly. All right. Good pick, Aaron. It needs to be taken. It does need to be taken. There are some other things that need to be taken that won't be taken, but that's okay. (laughs) Shout out Dust Buster. Dylan, too. They'll both be like, fuck How could you not take that? Because we don't have anything nice to say about it. (laughs) Looking at you, Gary. My turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, This may be an odd pick for this round. I don't know. But uh, somebody snaked what I would have taken. So I have to go down my list. It would have been Scrubs, people. Number two for me would have been Scrubs. Oh. Mm. um, Yes. You looked at him like. Oh, I gave him the look. He got the stare. I did get a look. Yes. Uh, So Anisha's pick number two also resides in a fictitious place. Um, the mayor of this small little town, his name is Roland. Damn it. And there's a fun little family <laughs> that rolls through Shit's Creek. Yeah, get mm. some. That's a good <laughs> This is another show that I just could watch. Uh, I shouldn't say could watch. I do I watch. I love that for you. Over and over. I love that for you. I love that for you. Ew, David. Ew. David. Um, <laughs> the way she says David is so great. Um, and Moira, if you can't get down with Moira and her vocabulary and her accent and the wigs that all have names, then I just, I don't want it. I don't want it. If you can't appreciate her crawling around in a closet after she's taken some happy pills, then I just don't think you and I can coexist. I Wait, she's got some base. Her wigs all have names. Her wigs are like characters in the room. Yeah. yeah. Like okay. she will refer she, to them as like like Laura. Does she put them on and she just takes on that persona? 
That's not it's really not that. that. It's a, it's a so style. Much. It's just though. the yeah. style of it's an the, embodiment of style. Yes, she, but she is Moira all the time. She cares more about her wigs than her kids at times. Fold in the cheese. Should. Fold in the cheese. All the if baby you tell crows. Me the little the babies. One more the baby time. crows. Oh my god. Oh. Johnny I mean Eugene Levy, like everything he's in is great. The other thing that I really He's like a fine about, line, just he is. So well, good. He's fantastic. The the pairing of he and Catherine O'Hara. I mean, everything they touch together is gold. They're the OG Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. The OG. I can get behind that. Yes. You know, and, and this show perfectly wraps up. They don't do too much lingering. There are some shows out there that I won't name them because we may bring them no, up. No, they quit while they're ahead. Just linger. Yeah. These guys are like, you know what? We have an end. Boom. Done. God, David and uh, Noah's like relationship uh, makes you feel so, so good. Cute. I just like just feel like getting all misty. Although I will say, like, I get kind of awkward whenever they're singing. Like, like the simply the best parts, a little cringy, but it's just because it's me being awkward. But yeah, no, they're super cute, very cute. But yeah, Roland is great in that. His wife, <sighs> Bob. Roland is so <laughs> inappropriate. Bob is annoying as hell. He's so mean to Johnny, but it's like the passive aggressive mean. Oh, it's like yeah, it's like patronizing. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That is one of my favorite shows. One of my favorite shows. I have a friend who has not watched the last ep- uh, the last season. Why? I'm about to ruin it for her. I'm just gonna ruin it for her. I'm about to ruin it for her. I am. It's too long. It's been too long, girl. Got to get on it. Aaron, if you've not watched all of it, nope. write I've, it down, bro. I haven't even seen Doing the Doing you a favor oh, right now, so you'll good. thank me later, boom. You were, Earlier you were talking about, uh, I mean, not off the air, but you were talking about shows with laugh tracks and taking the laugh track off them and how it, like that awkward silence is what makes it funny. And that shit's creak at some, at some points. Perfect. Like there's no laugh track. A character says something and it's just like quiet, what the fuck was just said? Like, well, like when they remember, like they're describing the the sign going into town. <laughs> like, oh no, that's his sister. Yeah, and as then, if that makes <laughs> it better. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, no, you you'll thank me later. Okay, I'm gonna do a little, and you'll notice that one of the characters does that. David, iconic okay. character. Oh, love it. Okay, that's me in a nutshell. That's you in a nutshell. Shit's Creek, second pick for Anisha. Boom, boom. I'm going to round out this first half with a real icon, heavy hitter. This is going to predate all but one of us, but we all know it. Oh, oh, don't take it. Oh, I have to take it. Why wouldn't I take it? Why? Were you going to take it? Maybe. <gasps> no, really? Now you really have Swooped. to take it. I have to take it, though. It's important to me. <laughs> I'm talking about Cheers. You don't want Cheers. Oh no, you're right. I miss I misjudge. Norm. I don't want that. Take it. Cheers, eighty two to ninety three. This show is iconic in like the American TV culture. Girl walks into a bar after being stranded by her fiance, and then she's condemned to work there. She's stuck there. Condemned. Yeah, her fiance <laughs> left. She got nothing. Like involuntary service. She ends. Servitude, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's she how I read up, that. She ends up becoming a waitress there, and she's basically tormented by the other waitress. But then there's this like 
sexual tension, chemistry with the bartender. And it's just, it's this is the first show that does that. Are they going to make it? Are Will they, they won't together? they? Will they, won't they? And all the other shows, Brooklyn Nine-Nine relationship, yep. Scrubs relationship, that 70s show relationship, that doesn't happen without Cheers. And Cheers also embodies something that I think most Americans want, a place where they can go, that, that consistent hangout that's outside of the house, where the people who work there know no, you. Because you're, yep. you're, you're a regular. regular. Yep. A place where everybody knows your name. A place where everybody knows your name. Sometimes you want to go. Dun, 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 dun. Making your way in the world today takes everything you <laughs> You've got. been waiting all night oh to sing God. that. That song. Wouldn't you like to get away? Oh, it's so good. And now Appleby. Everybody Be- knows. Your name. Now Applebee's is using it in a commercial. Fucking blasphemy. (laughs) But that song is important. Like, there are generations of people who know that song. And even if you don't like the show, like, that song will stick with you. It makes you feel things. Like, that's a great great mark of a great sitcom when it makes you (laughs) feel things. This song is also saying in one of my favorite animated shows, Adventure Time, when a character is protecting a character he loves... And he's trying to preserve his sanity and his, his self-awareness. And he's singing this song because it reminds him of the world that he came from before the world erupted into war. And for something coming from a deep, like from a TV show or from like a kid's show that's that deep. And then it ties to this, like what this world building and the importance of this song. I don't know. The show's awesome. And the cast. Holy shit. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Kelsey Grammer. Uh, Ray Perlman, George Wett, John Ratzenberg. Come on now. I guess Ted Danson and Shelley Long are the two main characters. I guess. I guess I need them too. <laughs> but I mean, I think uh, Ratzenberg is the guy who's in all of the Pixar movies, isn't it? Yes, yep. he is. Woody Harrelson, Academy Award nominated actor. Badass. Kelsey Which is great because in the show, he's kind of a derf. Kind a of a derf. derf. That's early, Woody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he's that like before, the young like, bartender. Is that before White Man Can Jump? Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is pre that, yeah. Then Kelsey Grammer gets his spinoff after this with Frasier. Great show. Nice. Good pick. Thanks, dude. Halftime. What do we want to do for halftime? We just got to chill for halftime. Uh, worst sitcoms. What about that? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's some stinkers. The four of us are gonna collaborate on making a list of the top five worst sitcoms of all time. Straight garbage heap. Trash. Straight trash, go. So the worst sitcoms. Dinosaurs is awful. What? I don't know if that's gonna <gasps> make I'm sorry. Not the mama. Not get the that, mama. Get that bullshit out of here. What? Oh. I know it's contentious. Man, I don't know how I feel about that. How about Joey? Joey's Joey. Oh, that's bad. that's Joey's on the awful. list. <laughs> Ooh, I got one. Caveman. The one they actually made a sitcom out of Geico Caveman. No, I wanted that to be good. It's not good. No. 
wasn't it, it it's not something we could watch now and say oh that was before it's time i don't cuz i could so. see it being like some workaholic shit before workaholics that's yeah oh or you remember um, that uh that youtube dude fred oh he had his own God. show for a while there fred the show that probably was pretty terrible I'm I'm gonna throw Rob Schneider under the bus as well, and he had a show called Rob, and you know he can't stand alone, so I'm gonna throw that on the list. Ooh, what about uh, a young Sheldon? <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. You, you could just say the Big Bang Theory. Oh, <laughs> oh out. That's two for the price of one, right exactly. there. Yeah, but I will say, Big Bang Theory without the laugh track, much more funny. That's all you need. Simple stuff. I'm looking at a list right now. I didn't recognize a good majority of the shows, so yeah, they didn't they last all, long. Yeah, they all got canceled. They're hot garbage. Just I'm going to stick with, I think we got something going with Joey and Young Sheldon so far. Hold up. There is a show called Homeboys in Outer Space. <laughs> I just <laughs> oh, passed I that. I passed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Never even heard of it. Homeboys in Outer nothing. Space. Oh, we're about to hear the intro to this. We're doing this. Homeboys in Outer Space intro. This is how it all began, the true story of two good friends since the age of five. Okay, so first off, they're in space in a wagon. Perfect. <laughs> like two little kids in a wagon <laughs> with silver stuff. You can tell that's a big red wagon. Look at those wheels. This this, this theme song's bumping though. Like, Well, it should be. One of the kids has a fucking high top fade. That's that's, this, that's as tall as the length of his head. I just want you guys to know it was on UPN. So if you didn't watch UPN, what's out? Yeah. This show was on UPN. Yep. What is UPN? United Partnership International. No, that's not an N. <laughs> Network. <laughs> United Paramount Network. Oh. That is an So this is just a space show. Couple black guys in space. Uh, show that you mentioned earlier is on the list. That '80s show. That '80s show, yeah. The that actually had um, God, oh, uh, from uh, it's always sunny. Uh, he was in that. Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton, who plays Dennis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Um. Yes. What the hell? Homeboys in outer space. So, long story short, there's some some stinkers. Some bad, 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 bad sitcoms. There was a Harry and the Henderson sitcom? For half a second. And a Ferris Bueller sitcom? My um, Mother the Car. Should have been made. <laughs> wow. What is this? I mean, just think about all like the uh, modern day sitcoms that are out there on like Nickelodeon... Disney, there's some bad ones, real bad ones. Oh, uh, I'm going to beat you all with this title alone. Hail, honey, I'm home. Hitler? No. Yes. Oh. It sounds like that. <laughs> no. But I think that is that's, the That's the winner that's right it. there. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> In fact, somebody thought that was a good idea. British show, just so you know. The BBC. There's a there was one called Living Biblically. J.R. Ferguson tries to live in accordance <laughs> with the Bible's teachings as closely as possible. 
It says the show went to hell in a handbasket. But I'm bummed. <laughs> this show scared the hell out of you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that sounds pretty terrible. I'm glad I missed those. So really the the story is for every good sitcom, there's probably about ten bad ones. For every good sitcom, there's about three shitty spinoffs. Yep. Yes, yeah, so I gotta know that if you've got a an ensemble cast, taking one of them and giving them their own time to shine, we don't need it. It's like the Cleveland show. We're not <laughs> that show lasted way longer than it should have. <laughs> I know, and it wasn't good. <laughs> no, it was not. No. Took the wrong guy. Everyone needs a spinoff. The spinoffs are always are always floppy. They're not always floppy. Some spinoffs are actually good. But the, I would The I Ropers. Would, I would wonder though if the spinoffs from the sixties and seventies era are the better ones. No way. The Ropers is the is one of the worst. It's from Three's Company. Bad. Joni loves Chachi. Bad. That's eighties. After Mash, eighties. Bad. Mama's family. Oh wait, Mama's Family Mama's was Mama's awesome. Family was not a bad show. Yeah, what that is was that funny. a spinoff from? Uh that one's not a spinoff. The first three I named were spinoffs. Well, some people love Joni Loves Chachi. Just saying. They sure say. Well, wait, Jennifer Aniston was in the first Ferris Bueller show. She had dark hair then. Yep, looks like it. What are the word? What are the? But what are our bottom four? Homeboys in space. Joey. Young Sheldon. God. And Rob. I mean, again, I gave you guys a Hitler show, so I just... Yeah, oh, the yeah, Hitler yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> Still gonna... Yeah, I'd rather watch Homeboys in Space than the Hitler show. <laughs> Hail, honey, I'm home. That's a terrible... Like, I can't. Hail, honey, I'm I can't. Home. Who thought that was a good idea? British. The oh, British. British? Yes. Well, no it wonder does, their actors want to come take all our jobs. It does sound a little like something we do here in the States, but it wasn't us. We don't have to own that. Thank God. We don't do cool shit like that. They're the ones who do, like, the Nazi zombies, <laughs> Nazi <laughs> zombies in the Alps. The British were like, you know what? This could be funny now. Oh, wait, was it too soon? <laughs> Why not? Too soon? No, sorry. Sorry, guys. Well, okay. Is that enough of a break? Are you ready I to get back so. into this jam? Matt, have you been writing down the picks? Yeah, I got them. Sweet. Well, since Dylan's not here, you can give us I'll the resume his duties. All right, so to recap here, we got Ben with Arrested Development and Cheers, Anisha with uh, Parks and Rec and Shits Creek, Aaron's got Scrubs in the office, and myself, I have The 70s Show and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nice. Round three. Round three. What are you looking at? Nothing. Oh, that's the Heil Hitler show? That's it. Wow, it's really like a modern house with <laughs> she's wearing an apron, just tending to Hitler. Yes. Not De- good taste. Yep, okay. definitely in the bottom four. Yeah. The show that I'm picking does not do that. And it was, you know, put into syndication or it was it aired not too long after World War Two ended, about six years. There's a little timeline for you. This show is iconic. This is history, y'all. I feel like I know that? I know that other I know that other shows are gonna get picked. And so I feel like I need to Pay tribute to the oldies that the the two guys who would normally pick them aren't here to pick them, you know? Yeah. Mr. Franchise picks, too. I'm talking about I Love Lucy. 
Aww. I wouldn't have picked it, but I, I, I recognize the the context of that. I mean, it is the most copied show in television history. Like, it has had more scenes carried over and replicated than any other show. It was the first show to do a lot of things, including filming from with multiple cameras in front of a live studio audience um, in a format that is still used today. And then... Sh- Lucy Ball, who is also like one of the producers of the show, in in addition to starring in the show, she didn't want to record the. At the time, it was popular to record shows live, like some Lawrence Welk type shit. And then it would, like, after it aired, people would forget about it. But she wanted to air things that could be broadcast throughout time, like recording episodes for posterity, is what it says. So between that and the way they basically invented the sitcom the american sitcom i feel like that has to be picked that has to make a mountain has to be on mount rushmore gotta start somewhere yeah i feel that desi arnaz arnaz the guy who played her her husband wasn't he actually he wasn't a white guy no and that's actually her husband yeah so and i mean both of them are doing this in the 50s when if you're not white it's not easy to do shit Mm mm-hmm I thought you were going to pull a Phil Dunphy. <laughs> if you're not white, you ain't right. But you didn't go there. I mean, she's a white guy, or she's a white lady with a brown guy, like, redefining TV. Come on now. And iconic moments. Eating the chocolate off the conveyor belt. Stomping on the grapes. Yep. You know, she's like the originator of physical comedy. Oh, Absolutely. That's what I think makes her great. You know, she was beautiful and smart, but also just like threw herself into what she was doing. She was hilarious. Yeah. I used to watch her on Nick at Night. Same. Nick at Night. Lucy, you got some splendid to do. <laughs> and the crying. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Stop. Vicky. <laughs> I loved Ethel too. Her best friend sometimes just throw her arms up like, ah. I don't know. I don't even know like that. Lucy did it. (laughs) I mean, this so iconic. Then you have new shows like WandaVision. They're referencing it. And they reference it. They're like, okay, what are the most iconic? What are the sitcoms that Wanda watched growing up? This is one of them. Just Mm. defines. She's living in it. It defines the model of what sitcoms are. Yep. The originator. Third pick. There you go. There's some heat for you, Anisha. That's a good one. I I respect that game right there. Um, as you lob it to me for my third pick, I'm also going to take us back. Not quite as far, but I am going to go back to the 70s. And I believe this show was on air for 11 seasons. However, I'm going to first drop a little spinoff knowledge because we were just talking about spinoffs. This show actually had multiple spinoffs. So we have... I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch a couple of these. One of them would be Out of the Blue. I didn't, I don't know that. Blanksky's Beauties. Oh my God, she's talking Joni about loves, team. Joni loves Chachi. Mork and Mindy was my jam. I watched that. I have always <laughs> been a Robin Williams fan as a little kid. He was Mork from Ork and he was the weirdest guy in a onesie. Wait, that was a spinoff of Happy Days? Yo, let me do my thing. Sorry. Settle. Well, your buildup is building so up. long. It's like a ski lift. Sometimes it's too long. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to get off the ski lift. 
I want to go We talked for 12 minutes about some of these other shows. I think it's okay to talk about what came from Happy Days. I'm sorry. You hap, should hap, be. Hap, hap, and I'm going to continue because you made a point to stop me. So I wasn't trying to stop also, you. Also, I want I to point out that. one other show that I liked and watched on Nick at Night, which was Laverne and Shirley, which also was a spinoff of, yes, Happy Days. So, I mean, the Fonz. Um, the Fonz is amazing, but I also just want to go out and say, like, the Marshall family, Gary Marshall... That guy was an amazing pioneer in making TV and movies. He's so smart. Um, and his daughter was Laverne on Laverne and Shirley. Um, but anyways, you've got little Ron Howard. I shouldn't say little because that would insinuate that he was like 10. But you've got high school age Ron Teenage Howard. Ron Teenage Ron Howard. Um, you've got an ambiguous... Henry Winkler, because I'm not sure how old that man is. Oh, he's definitely like in his like mid to late twenties in that show. He has to be. Yeah, but he also looks like he could be older than that. But like, yeah. it's cool because you know, there's nobody in the world who can just throw their thumbs up in the air in a leather jacket and say "Hey" and be the coolest guy. He's or like snap uh, his fingers and ladies roll up. Hit a jukebox, your jam comes on. He was doing. He's big like things. that. Uh, yeah, Matthew McConaughey character in Dazed and Confused. Like the old dude that's just hanging around all the high schoolers. Yeah. Yes. As he says. And everybody thinks he's like younger. so cool, but you're like, now you're like, wait, why was he hanging out with them in the first place? Because. Just saying. He's the cool guy. He's the Fonz. And yes. he, you almost said the whole line. I wanted you to say it. It's fine. Um, the moment's passed. So anyways, um, I do have mad respect for Happy Days. Um. This is good TV. Happy, happy, happy days. Also, oh, and one last thing I do need to point out. One last thing I'm going to say about happy days. Two words. Pat Morita. Okay, now I'm done. Mic drop. Mr. Miyagi. Yes. That's it. All these things connected to happy days. MCU didn't do it first. Happy days. Happy days did it yep. first. The happy days universe. Universe building right there. <laughs> That's the multiverse. Gary Marshall knew what he was doing. Is Scooby-Doo a sitcom? No. <laughs> a cartoon sitcom, kind of. An animated sitcom? Yeah. Is that what we're going to... Are we just thinking of animated shows that could be sitcoms? I'm just thinking of, like, big universes. Thinking future. I. What about all the Batman, uh, like, <laughs> when they did all the animated Batmans? Is, is, those, mm, is Batman mm. a sitcom? No, but Batman it's, it's like Batman oh, Beyond. But what about yeah. Teen Titans? Teen go. Titans Go. Yeah, Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans, and that's shared universe. That's right. That's right. It's just, so it ha it shares a universe with dramas and thrillers. Damn it, we're falling off topic. Anyway, good pick, Anisha. Yeah. Good pick. Happy okay. days. That brings it back to me. So I'm going to bring us back to like late 2000s, and I am going to pick Community. Mm. My third pick. It's another one of the few ones that I've seen. Um, it's about a guy who's a lawyer who they find out that he faked his bachelor's degree and he has to go back to college to finish out his bachelor's degree. Which I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. <laughs> pretty sure if you get caught faking something like that, you kind of just go to prison. Yeah, yeah, that's falsifying some pretty important <laughs> information there. Yeah, um, and you should know that as a lawyer, especially if you're pretending to be one. But, I mean, great show. I think the cast for that show was really good. Um, I mean, all the characters were hilarious. It is a really good show. The paintball episodes are the best the episodes. Pa the, 
The ones where they <laughs> fight in the college with paintball guns? Yes. 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 Is there a zombie episode? God, I wish that was so dope. Pretty sure there is. I yeah. wish that was real. I right, I would love to like be in that community college. Yeah, I would go right? back to school if that was a real college in my area. Plus, you get young Donald Glover young in Donald. that show. Yep. Who who's still on that nerdy side of things? Like early Gambino is on that nerdy side of things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Him and uh, uh, Abed. Mm-hmm. Those two together were great. Also, that love that really uh, God, what's his face? Uh, Chevy Chase is in that show. Uh, da, 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 da. And everybody hates Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's problematic. Yeah, he was a piece of shit in that yeah. show. He, he's a piece of shit in everything. In real life, that he is just—is uh, he actually a problem in real life? Yeah, yes. people hate working with him. Oh, yeah, he was. A, I remember. I mean, at the end of that show, like the. The whole last season, I feel like the last season of every sitcom is just weird. Yeah, it's because people are starting to not get along. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what, like, the last season of that show is when John- Donald Glover left, and that's when they killed off Pierce's character. And then Donald Glover left to go find Pierce's fortune or whatever, because <laughs> he left him, like, some riddle about where his money was. He yeah. left it for him. Oh, that's a really funny show, though. That was, yeah. I think that was. The first sitcom I finished after Scrubs. So I finished Scrubs, and then I think I finished Watch Community, and then I watched Parks and Rec. So. Hmm. It's an interesting order. Of I know. I appreciate it. But yeah, my third pick, I'm, gonna, I'm going with Community. Nice. I like it. Alrighty. Let's close out round number three. Uh... I'll give you a couple lyrics off this theme song as well. Damn. All this in West song. Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, on a playground, I, I spent most of my funny. days. Damn it. I really thought it would fall to me. I got it in one draft with the first pick. Swooped. Damn it. Swooped. Good pick. I mean, can't you talk about sitcoms without the Fresh Prince? No. No. It's the Fresh Prince Bel Air. 1990 to 1996. This is groundbreaking television. This was a whole cast of characters. I mean, Carlton. Carlton. You get the Carlton because of this show. (laughs) I mean, the celebrity cameos on this show were amazing, too. They had all the athletes from the 90s that were up in, like, musicians, everybody, DJ, DJ, Jazzy Jeff. I mean, Will Smith at, like, becoming a superstar because of all this. Like, and just, like, the weaving of, like, the family dynamic, Uncle Phil and, like, Will's like trying to figure out where he fits in and all this, and they have like this weird relationship that like develops and gets really close over time because of what Will wants to be a tough guy. But God, it's such a damn good show, Fresh Prince, and they've been trying to replicate that success ever since, and never kind of live up to the, what the original was. So I still I do think the best episode of the show is the one where Will's dad leaves him. Yeah, and that all of that That's was the motion mm-hmm. and off script and they just went for it and it's so raw and I could still get misty eyed. Um, but I will say unpopular opinion. I'm not a huge Will Smith fan. I also feel some kind of way that they got rid of orig- original Vivian and she was my girl. Yeah. Viv, yeah they got, they, they recast Aunt Viv. Yeah. And the other one was she, like that backpack's got more personality. <laughs> than the second but that's okay. It's okay. It's over. It's all right. We all know like, you know, it's all about uncle Phil Carlton and, and will. That's where that's those that's the power trio right there. 
It is true. But damn good show. You can't have a sitcom episode without the Fresh Prince. Straight up. Damn. Damn you, dude. <laughs> yep. You thought you were going to get that the last I know, I don't pick know of the how draft? I know. I well, that's know. naive. He, well, yeah. like, look but how many go before I, you. Yeah. I know, but I'm, I was just reading the room and what went, and I thought there was a chance. <laughs> not saying my it's not like it's not like other things I've gotten my hopes up for you lately. You just pulled a dumb and dumber. So you're telling me there's a chance. I thought there might have been a yeah. chance. That would have been the the sneakiest selection in draft history here. God. Getting the Fresh Prince, the last pick of the draft. <laughs> Man, it would have been crazy. I know, wouldn't it? It would have been clutch. Be and it would have been like a really cool roundabout way because yeah. I got it as the first pick in a past draft, and then the last pick in this didn't happen that way. Well. Third round, but before that, we've got one more sponsor to talk about, and it's trucks, y'all. Mount Draft More. Woo-wee! It's that time of year once again, y'all. Howdy doody, it's truck month. Get your tailgate down to truck surplus for all your truck needs. We've got white trucks, gray trucks, black trucks, blue trucks, green trucks, red trucks, and yellow trucks. Need a small truck? We've got it. Or a big truck? You betcha. Rear wheel drive, front wheel drive, four wheel drive, all wheel drive. We've got all the trucks. Old trucks, new trucks, short trucks, tall trucks. Which trucks? Every trucks. Cement trucks, dump trucks, garbage trucks, fire trucks, semi trucks, whole trucks, Tonka trucks, and tow trucks. We've got trucks for all ages and all genders. And just in time for the holidays, we've got monster trucks. Already got a truck? We've got trucks for people with trucks. Get down to Truck Surplus today and get our special second truck discount. 5% off your second truck purchase. And do you own a pair of trunks? Wear your trunks in for your next purchase and get our trunk truck discount worth up to 8% off your total at checkout. We've also got all your truck accessories. Feeling self-conscious about your masculinity? We've got you covered. Come pick up a pair of plastic balls for your hitch and feel like a real American again. Because it's truck month, baby. Get ready for a hot truck summer. 2022, we've got the truck for you. Poor credit? No worries. Past bankruptcies? Not a problem. Our loan officers are ready to wheel and deal. These trucks are hotter than Georgia asphalt, y'all. So come down to Truck Surplus and pick up your new truck or truck accessories today. trucks for the kickoff the fourth round is one that uh, I love that is a one of the longest running sitcoms actually ever made they're on their 16th 17th season one of those two I know it's, they've made past 15 I don't know if they're on 16 or 17 uh, and that is well what's the gang up to this day it's always sunny in Philadelphia nice I mean talk about again we've talked we have some of these on the list that have been either they start the sitcom genre like something like I Love Lucy, they reinvent medical dramas, you know, talking about scrubs, police dramas with Brooklyn Nine Nine. Well, how about we just take a sitcom and make it about terrible people? <laughs> like that's what it's always sunny is. It, it's a it's a sitcom about with nothing but dark humor, 
people who are terrible people getting into all sorts of hijinks, whether it be one episode where they get addicted to meth and they try to get welfare because they're addicted to meth. Other episodes where... They get addicted to crack, too, don't they? Yeah, they get addicted to drugs several different times. There's times when they're trying to, uh, in the face of a gas crisis, sell door-to-door gasoline out of a panel van. Uh, there's times when they fly across the country and drink as many beers as possible on said cross-country flight to Los Angeles. Uh, there's times when you learn about the Dennis system and how much of a psychopath Dennis is. Frank is always up to some weird schemes. Charlie's an idiot that's illiterate and trying to figure out all sorts of conspiracy theories while also living in the same, like, bed as Frank, who is kind of his surrogate father. Mac is... Straight, then he's gay, he's fat, then he's skinny, he's bisexual, he's everything. D is a failing actress uh, who they call the bird and make fun of all the time. You have a character who's just, her name's just the waitress. You don't actually know what her name is. It's just the waitress. Uh, Charlie's love affection where he creates a musical to try to marry her. Uh, the night man and the day man cometh he and also, it doesn't work. <laughs> Dude, he also imagines himself and her into like their own version of Up. Exactly. Like, he invents, like, a relationship that doesn't exist. Charlie has an Irish father. They find themselves in Ireland, and uh, his father dies of COVID. And, uh, yeah. So, this... Wow, that's a lot. This this is a hell of a sitcom because they do terrible things. Charlie is a creative dude. I'd say he's the the most redeemable character. Yeah, he is a nice, like, probably a nice person. Kitten mittens. Kitten mittens. Oh, dick towel. Kitten mittens. Dick towel. Dick towel. You know what I think? That should be an ad. Oh my god. Dick towel. I think it's cool that two of the guys who star in the show executive produced and created the show. Oh yeah, Rob and um, Ch- Charlie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. Or Glenn. 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 Yeah. Well, all three of them. Yeah. They do. Yes, but yeah. like it originated with Rob and Glenn. Lovely name. But. Um, but I do think. I mean, just to think of how long you said the show's been on, yeah. and you've got these two people who have enough creative juices to they keep finding terrible things stuff. to do thunder gun they make lethal weapon weapon six several times <laughs> it's really it still lethal taste. weapon six if they've made it several times yeah they try a few different times but man it's yeah it's a very watchable show again there's, there's no like linear progression it's just random things like what like you will see the end of one season where mac is skinny and then the next one he's like obese <laughs> and you're just like, wait, what? Because his whole rationale is like, I've never watched a show where the character actually got worse, like physically got worse. You always see like, you know, they improve themselves over time. I just wanted to flip that. Okay. <laughs> wow. So it's always something I'm going to do this to myself. Fantastic. That's crazy. Charlie's Pepe Sylvia conspiracy. Oh, exactly. When they're like, in the mailroom. Yeah. Like the image of that is like an iconic conspiracy. And meme. you know why, what he's confusing in all that is that because he doesn't know how to read He's actually misinterpreting Pennsylvania on all the mail that's in the mailroom because they're in Philadelphia. So he he's like, I keep seeing this name over and over again, Pepe Sylvia. Who's Pepe Sylvia? <laughs> and you actually realize that that's Pennsylvania. That's a joke. He also yeah. can't read. Yep. That's terrible. <laughs> it's a show about terrible people, but it's so uh. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Another show I've never seen. That's that. I just described like crazy, six episodes. There you go. <laughs> wow. Very watchable. You can wow. doesn't matter what season you watch, just put it on. The episodes, yeah. The wasn't, drug ones are, are Isn't there an episode where they were really trying to be cannibals? 
Yes, they try to be cannibals. Uh, you also have the one where like they find out that D and Dennis's grandfather was like a Nazi. <laughs> that was an episode. <laughs> yep. What is this show? Exactly. How Holy I'm shit. surprised you haven't things. seen this. I'm surprised this is aired on. Well, because like yeah, it's like a common thing. Like you recognize the title screen. Like the gang does blank 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 or whatever the plot might be. Like you see that a lot. So. Mm-hmm. It's on the, FX, so they the get a lot away system. with a lot of things. The dentist system. Yeah. Demonstrate value. Engage physically. Nurturing dependence. Neglect emotionally. Inspire hope. Separate entirely. That says that's the number two thing from that show. The dentist system. Yeah. Yeah. I was always I always like the the nightman cometh. That that was one of my favorite episodes. Because <laughs> that's the musical. It's so funny. Day man. I do so remember uh, that song. <laughs> Champion of the night, man. Ah, uh, isn't he in like a, a onesie? Yeah, they're shirt? both in like these like, like leotards. And he's wearing leotard. like a jock strap. It's <laughs> day man. Whoa, the champion of the night, man. Whoa, well, and you got the, the you gotta pay the trolls toll to get into that boy's soul. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. A, that's a that's a solid fourth round pick. And Charlie Charlie Day went on to be in the Lego Movie. Brought that high energy to a space character. Yep, love it. Aaron, your pick. <sighs> All right, last pick. He's like I, one of the ones I haven't seen. I want to go with the George Lopez show because oh, that's funny. I really want to do it. <laughs> But Modern yeah, like, Family's let's... still on there. So I'm going to go with Modern Family. Fuck that. Go with George well, Lopez. Well, 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 well. Should I? It's so much funnier. All right, yeah. Fuck dude, it. Dude, I'll, dude, I'll just dude, go with the George dude, Lopez show then. Yeah. All yeah, my friends know the low rider. This show, I actually watched this show a lot because when I was younger, I always had a TV on when I went to bed. And I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'd always have Nickelodeon on. And this came on. Damn it, Nick at Night. <laughs> this came on in Nick at Night. Nick at Night is so great. I know. I know. I honestly, I didn't even know that George Lopez was a comedian until I was probably in high school. And then he started having like his own comedy show. And then I was like, wait, he's a comedian? I thought he was just an actor. He's just the guy from the show. I was like, <laughs> they had he had his whole, whole own show and everything with his family. It wasn't actually his family. But I thought when I was younger, I thought it was his family. They made it seem like it was a real family. I know. Yep. I fell for it. But yeah, I mean, that show, I watched, I saw a lot of that show. I don't know if I ever saw every episode. I highly doubt it. But it's a very wholesome show. Dude, it was good super show. wholesome. For the, yeah. I mean, they did have, like, of course, like their dirty jokes and all that kind of stuff. And one thing that I was showing Anisha earlier was when. Whenever they had flashbacks, whenever George had flashbacks <laughs> to when him and uh, him and his best friend were kids, they always they just superimposed their head onto the, a child's body. I remember that. Yeah. So they just had these massive ass heads on like these children's bodies. Grown men. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like it was like just it's like they green screened everything out except for their face. So like you saw George's face and it had like the wrinkles and shit on it. And some little <laughs> some little kid's body. And it's what just George screaming in the background or something. Yeah, that show, 
I mean, if I woke up in the middle of the night and that show was on, like I was never upset. I was always like, oh, hell yeah, George Lopez again. Here we go. Yep. Had six seasons on ABC. It's not a bad run. No. Mm-mm. No, it's pretty solid. So how many seasons did Parks and Rec have? Mm, seven. seven. Eight. And the, and the first two were trash. So I should have said five. So My there bad. we go. Sorry. No, it's cool. <laughs> Good shows. Does that mean that George Lopez is the superior sitcom? It's a great show. <laughs> I agree. I False. loved that show when I was a kid. I mean... It was nice to see a family that wasn't like all the other ones on TV. George was a hard-working, blue-collar worker. I think he was like in construction or some shit, wasn't he? Um, or he worked in a factory. He was like an assembly line worker or something. Was he? Did he make cars? I think he was an <sighs> auto worker. No, because he lived in New York. Or he lived in L.A. What do they make in L.A.? It's not a car place. Airplane parts factory. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Then he's pro- oh, and then part of the storyline in the show is he's promoted to manage the air, to manage that airport airport that airplane parts place. Yeah, good show. I like it. Good pick, Aaron. Thanks. Didn't expect it. I would have never thought of George Lopez. Now you have. <laughs> yep, there you go. George Lopez show. Boom, stunning. Do you feel better that you went with that? Um, the fourth round's yeah. for like the the pick that comes from the heart. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean that's probably probably the one of the sitcoms that I have like a more intimate relationship with rather than some of the other ones that have been picked that I've I've probably never heard of before. Now you have a watch list. There you go. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Watch list. It's your turn, Anisha. We're all listening. So here's so here's my dilemma. There are still many things on the table that I could feel comfortable taking. My list still has some things on it. However, I do feel like I need to do the same thing that Aaron did. I need to go with a pleasure pick. Um, so I'm going to take us back to 1993, which I don't know how old the rest of you were. I know one of you wasn't even around. So we won't go through that. Sorry, neither was I. <laughs> Shut up. Um, well, I was some age barely, barely watching TV with my mom and came across a show. I am going to say this. I'm going to also say black shows were better in the 80s and 90s than they are now. Uh, there were more of them. Um, and so I, as a kid, I grew up in a very white city, but I always felt like I could find myself on TV, if that makes sense. Um, and this show that I'm going to choose still holds up today because I have watched it all. Um, and I was like, dang, this is still funny. Um, and I'm going to be as bold as to say, um, and it's been written, it's the better friends. Okay. Ooh. Saying it. I'm saying it. <laughs> I said what I said. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but the show is Living Single. Love Queen, that La- show. Queen Latifah starred in it. Um, just there's so many good things about this show that are amazing. First of all, they live in the biggest freaking brownstone in New York I've ever seen, which Hell is yeah. always funny to me when you have this. Like, if you know what something looks like in real life, but that's fabricated on TV. It's like all all sitcoms in New York. They have like these like spacious abodes. The hugest, like you can fit. Like that's unrealistic. People comfortably, right? It's not. (laughs) But 
Um, and the fabulousness of this show is the fact that, you know, the women on this show are all strong, independent women. They all have their careers and dreams and they share those things. There are a couple of men that are also on the show that add to it. They are neighbors as well. Um, there's a lot of similarities if you look at kind of how <laughs> the show is written, uh, that aligns with friends, but of course they didn't think that a show with five black characters would sell as well as friends did. So they didn't put them on, but, um, this show is hilarious. It's on Hulu. I highly recommend people go and check it out. Ben, you've watched it. What do you think? Yeah, it's great. Wow. That was profound. Isn't that? It's really good. (laughs) It's great. It's great. It is. It's the better version of friends. Thank you. And you see the cast pop up in other stuff. Like one of the best characters is also in the Wu-Tang show. Oh, yeah, she is. And I have a conspiracy going. Erica Alexander. She's the same person. (laughs) Shared universe. Wu-Tang's happening at the same time. You did say that when we watched the Wu-Tang show. And I'm sure that's not how that works. Same universe. So she just lives two lives and has two homes in different she states, does. and you're she okay does. with that? Just okay. how how is that different states? They're both taking place in New York. No, they live in Ohio. For like two seconds, get out of here. Okay. Anyways, we digress. Uh, that's also a good show, but not my pick. My pick is Living Single. Nice. So there that's we go. not nice. a sitcom. I Kim, don't think. Fi- Living Single. No, the Wu Tang Show. <laughs> Okay, um, so anyways, <laughs> just mad props to Kim Fields, who started out early in her career, did a lot of other things. If any of you have seen Facts of Life, she comes back, and she's just as cute as she was back then. Queen Latifah, who doesn't love her. True. Right? She's great in everything. Yeah. Yes, one of my favorite things, <laughs> bringing down the house. I love her and Steve Martin. <laughs> oh, God damn, that, that is a hell of a comedy. Yes. <laughs> I love when he opens the door and he's like, would you love some shampoo? <laughs> Anyways, that's me. That's four picks. Nice. Ben Jamin, close it out. <laughs> you should pick Modern Family. <laughs> ben, pick two and a half men. Ooh. <laughs> the Charlie it. Sheen version. Yeah, before or after Charlie Sheen. Oh. <laughs> hmm. There's so many to pick. Is the Munsters a sitcom? Yes. I don't want that one. You were so confident about your I pick know, you three had, picks ago. Yeah, it's, what happened to Broad City? Still pick it's still it, there. Yeah. The smoke screen, y'all. The ben, smoke screen. It's like, ah, you know. The smoke screen. <laughs> Play cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, movies I thought, or shows I thought people were going to pick. Matt Brockmeyer, baseball show. Baseball I love that. Show. I do love Brockmeyer. It's a good, it's a good sitcom. I'm sticking with the mainstream on this. Sticking with the mainstream. I don't know if I want to stick with the mainstream. I need to stick with what I wanted when at the beginning of the round when I thought I had that pick. Go full, go for it. I'm leaning all in. I'll say it again, Dustin. This one's for you, baby. I want that Broad City, that Comedy Central, comedic classic, budding friendship. Abby, Alana, in New York, going through all the crazy antics. They're clumsy, they're directionless, they're hilarious. Just two ladies living it up. Getting high, not like, you know, like stupid wasted high, just like 
getting that appropriate adult high. This is like a realistic millennial show. It is. It is so real. It's so funny too. <laughs> it's like you could like definitely be like I know people like that. Like Abby works. <laughs> Ab Anisha's watched this with me. Abby has the job in the gym, <laughs> and she just wants to have her opportunity to be a trainer. But nah, she's in charge of like cleaning up all yes, the dirty she ass clean shit. The sweat and crap. Yo, there's shit on the toilet seat. You got to go <laughs> clean that up, Abby. <laughs> and right when she's in the middle of a conversation with someone who you know, might help her further her career. Like, hey, sweat sweat girl, go clean that shit up. So Damn. Bad. Yeah, she's always getting dunked on. Always getting um, dunked on. This says right here, I just want to point this out, <laughs> that that gym, Solstice, is based on a real gym. Gross. She says one of Jacobson's odd jobs was handing out flyers for an Equinox gym near Grand Central Terminal. I didn't even get paid. It was just a membership. That's real. Damn. Dude, that's so fucked up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this really is like a millennial show. Mm -hmm. I mean, it started on online. It was like a web show. Yeah. Like some like YouTube shit. And then it became like a real show on Comedy Central. And they don't overstay their welcome. That's another great thing about the show. Like they have like six seasons. It ends on a high note. I feel like that's like the perfect like playbook for a good sitcom. It's like about six or seven seasons. Right. Anything past that's like okay. Let's how many different unless it it's always sunny, which they just keep inventing new ways to be terrible. But yeah, six seasons is a good, nice, rounded, you know, wrap up of a show. I mean, shit, do they tackle some stuff that you wouldn't see in other shows? Like Abby when she's talking about, or when she, she's gonna peg her boyfriend. God, <laughs> what? <laughs> And then she like fucks up his fucks up his really nice dildo by putting it in the dishwasher. Oh boy. Yeah, he's hella pissed. Stuff like that. I know Dustin will appreciate this pick. He loves this show. Shout out to you, Dusty. Yeah, shout out Dustin. Fourth pick. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's all of it. Nicely done. Yep, you listened. Also, <laughs> uh honorable mention to uh one that didn't get picked but really been loving it, which is Cobra Kai. Oh, oh my god! Shit. Damn it. Cobra Kai, so that's damn a sitcom? good. Yeah, it, it technically it is. Love Cobra Kai so hard. And if so you're not good. watching that, write it down. Yeah, I'm not watching that one. Either. Oh Aaron god. don't like no karate. Oh my god! Oh, it's more than just karate. <laughs> it's karate. it's like our. It's my life. Yeah. Johnny Lawrence. Who knew you'd want to root for Johnny freaking Lawrence? Johnny. I was really conflicted. Because you're like, he's the villain. <laughs> I started watching it before Anisha, and then I was like, hey, you should watch this. And you were like, mm, I don't know. Nah, I did not want to see any more no, Johnny. No, LaRusso La is the real dick in that show. No, he really has some issues. He yeah. really does. Have you ever seen the YouTube video where they take the first, they take lots of the scenes from the first Karate Kid movie and they spin it. Be, oh, yeah, they, and they look it on from like Johnny's from, perspective. From Johnny's yeah. perspective. That, and so then you see that and you watch Cobra Kai and you're like, hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that whole like Johnny's like, yeah, I was just like hanging out with my friends and my girlfriend, and like this out of town town kid just came and wanted to get in a fight. Yes, and you kind of think maybe he was onto something. Maybe the turntables were turned. I'm just saying. Anyway, honorable mention there. Can I throw one more out on the table? Sure. The one thing that we really didn't bring up, we brought up um, Nick at Night a lot. We did not talk about TGIF though. Are you, you on you Boy watched, Meets World? I was going to honorable mention Boy Meets World, yes. Mm -hmm. My favorite episode is the one where he wants to straighten his hair. That's season one. 
And he, he puts work. on his baseball cap, and when he takes his baseball cap off, his head is shellacked in the shape <laughs> of a baseball <laughs> <cap>. <laughs> His hair is so fucking nasty in that episode. Ah, it's so great. And having a mama's hairstylist, like, I remember her crying. She was laughing so hard at that atrocious hair. It was awesome. Like, frolics with squirrels or dances with squirrels. Eric. There's one episode where he's doing something with squirrels. Oh yeah, he he, it, it, they, they twist that character real weird because he was like the golden child, yeah, and then he like graduates high school and he's just like a dipshit. Yeah, then yeah, he eats he, paint chips. And yeah, no, he he <laughs> doses too much, <laughs> way too much acid. Yeah, he Fucked he's his brain yeah. up. He's all he's over like, man. The squirrels, squirrels are talking to me. <laughs> squirrels are talking to me, man. <laughs> Feeny. Also, how is it that Feeny is a middle school teacher, high school teacher, college professor? You're doing big things. While also being an administrator, too. Yes, like, like, he's, he's doing it all. Doing you know everything. why? Because he was on all the PDs and on everything before it was a state requirement. So he just bumped up naturally. He's like, you know what? I'm I got enough le- credits. I'm leveling yeah, up. I right. got enough credits. He got that old <laughs> school certificate. He can yeah. do everything. And like teachers in the system now, they think like, oh, I want to make more change. I'm going to go into admin. But Feeney was like, nah, that's not the way. I'm just going to teach at the next level. Duh. Like, I'm going to follow on. these kids. They're going to be in my class forever. <laughs> I'm going to love them forever. He was a star. He went from like sixth grade teacher to seventh grade Ooh. teacher to eighth grade teacher to ninth grade teacher. <laughs> Sketchy might be a pedo. I mean, he's really don't ever say lives. that about Mr. Feeney. Feeney is grooming those kids. No, <laughs> and they get to be adults. And he's like, time to cash in on that's all this. That's what's wrong with Eric. On this coma, and that's what the one oh, a type of predator is a groomer. See, he <laughs> that's that is the problem with Eric. And Feeney then, dosed him too, but much. Eric liked it. And was like Feeney. Eric had attachment. Yeah, that's yeah true. he's yeah. like, I gotta get more Feeney fix. Feeney was like, shit, I made this kid too clingy. I. <laughs> See ya, psycho. Here's uh, some LSD. (laughs) (laughs) Go play with the squirrels. (laughs) This honorable mention took a really dark turn. And on that note, I think it's time to make a case. We got to make our cases. (laughs) Make, 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 make their case. Be logical and clear. Be logical and clear. Wait, fourth pick has to go yep, first. Yeah, cue me up. Yeah, Matt, yeah. All right, recap. I got That 70s Show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Starting off with That 70s Show, I mean, hanging out down the street. Same old thing we did last week. Not a thing to do, but talk to you. Uh, this is just a hell of a sitcom. I mean, Eric Foreman, Red Foreman, Donna... Kelso, Jackie, Hyde, Bob, just literally everybody, all the celebrity cameos. It, it's just a phenomenal, like, teenage moment in time. Uh, great sitcom, great cast of characters. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, again, changed a little bit of the uh, equation when it comes to cop series, right? Instead of a cop drama, let's make a cop comedy. Gotta love Andy Samberg. Love that guy, Jake Peralta, Raymond Holt, Terry, everybody. I mean, Rosa... Charles, Gina, you could just go on and on and on about the characters in that show. Fresh Prince Bel-Air, I mean, it speaks for itself. Uh, one of the best sitcoms of all time. I mean, Will Smith, Uncle Phil, Carlton, everybody, all the cameos from music, sports, culture, everything that pops up in that show. It is, uh, without a doubt, like one of the best sitcoms of all time and synonymous with the 90s and 90s TV, without a doubt. They're still trying to 
grasp that success because they're really trying to remake it nowadays. Uh, and then it's always something Philadelphia. Again, change the game, change the script when it comes to sitcoms. Instead of happy, everybody gets along, we're going to have these big things. Let's go dark humor. There you go. And, oh, I didn't say it. Damn it. You didn't say no, it. I can't say it now. You blew it. I blew it. But you, the real ones know what I was going to say. Yeah, the, the real, real ones. ones. Who's next? Aaron, it's your turn to make your case. You have 90 seconds to pitch your team. I'm telling you what the objective is so that you have yeah. just a little more time. Are you ready to go? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So my for, my picks were Scrubs, The Office, Community, and The George Lopez Show. So for my first round pick, I picked Scrubs. Um, I mean, that's probably – I mean – Personally, it's my favorite on my list. Uh, you've got Zach Braff, who plays JD, uh, Donald Faison, who plays uh, Turk, and then Sarah Chalk, who plays Elliot, and then uh, John McKinley, who plays Perry Cox. Uh, real good show about doctors. Um, it's a different, as what was said before, it's a different take on um, kind of like the hospital life and all that kind of stuff. They take a more comedic route to it, but also keeps it serious. Um the show can get heavy at times, but it's still a real good show. And then you've got The Office, which takes place in an office. Um, again, it's just a bunch of people that, I mean, none of, I feel like none of those people in that show are mentally stable. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes for such great TV, for such great comedic, like a comedic setting. Uh, and then you got Community, takes place in a community college. Uh, you've got a bunch of misfits that get together to create a study group for their Spanish class. Um, and then they end up doing all this crazy shit at their community college. Uh, great cast for that one, too. And then for the last one, you got the George Lopez show, which was on Nick Ignite and Look His Big Head. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great last words. Got the job done. <laughs> I, I had to get that last part in there. The little kids with the big head. Big heads. Anisha, are you ready? Yep, let's go. All right. I am going to do my best not to take all 90 seconds because I do feel like my shows speak for themselves. I went Parks and Rec, Shits Creek, Happy Days, Living Single. Every one of these shows, many of you watch over and over again. Um, if you're not watching Parks and Rec, you need to be. Uh, Leslie Nope is a dope-ass character. Uh, Ron Swanson, <laughs> again, he has the most wonderful things that he says to help you figure out your life. He says, never half-ass two things, but whole-ass one thing. Beautiful. Right? Like, okay, listen to everything he says. Well, 90% of what he says, because most of it makes sense. Um, Shit's Creek is just beautifully written and so funny, and the characters are what you need in your life. And if you feel like you're a little bit off, then watch these guys, and they'll help you feel readjusted again. Um, and again, it, it ties everything off with a nice bow. Happy Days is just that. It is a great old show that still is a timeless show with lots of laughs and lots of silly things that happen there. Again, it also leads you into the land of different spinoffs. And rounding us out is uh, take a dive back in time. Go back to the 90s. Watch Living Single. Watch three powerful women. Oh, I take it back. Four powerful women and two dudes who know their stuff. Just in the nick of time. 
Just in the nick of time. Just in the nick of time. <laughs> Whoa, I wonder how I did that. Y'all, this is Ben Jamin coming at you live with my four picks. The best picks, the best team, the team that deserves your vote. Here's why you should vote for me. I got the first sitcom, the best sitcom, the one that set the tone for all of the sitcoms to come after it. I'm talking, of course, about I Love Lucy, the most imitated sitcom in American history. Oh yeah, Lucille Ball. Everyone knows Lucy. Ricky. Stomping on some grapes. Falling over. Just being clumsy, cute, and hilarious all in one. Then we got Cheers. Living, like just really tapping into some nostalgia with this pick. And just leaning into that idea that everyone wants. That communal place where they can go. The people who work there know their name. They're also their friends. You can go and hang out every day, all day. Get out of your house, escape life, go to a place where everyone knows your name. That's like the pop culture, y'all. Then we move into the 2000s with the rest of development. Really changing up what sitcoms are, following the Bluths day to day. Hilarious, big family, spoiled. Michael Bluth really trying to keep that shit together. And then we got Broad City. Yo, you got the millennials in New York City. Nothing more to be said there. I mean, they're living life, having a good time doing what everyone wants to do, living their best lives. I mean, I'd vote for me. You should too. You did it. You That's did right, it. I did it. You did it. I had to close it off with it. Yep. Because no one else could do it. Nope. The real ones, no. The real ones, no. Anisha, you're looking at me, but you didn't know. <laughs> the real ones, no. Thanks for letting me know. I don't know. The real ones, no. The real ones also know that this song means we're getting the hell out of here. We're done. We wrapped up the draft. Now it's time for you to let us know what you thought. Go to the social media spots and vote. Matt, tell us a couple of them. So that's on Twitter at Draftmore and on Facebook at Mount Draftmore Podcast. Nice. And then you can search Instagram, Mount Draftmore, and shoot us emails to mountdraftmore at gmail.com if you have stories about drafts you've done yourself or conversations you've had with other listeners that you've introduced the pod to because remember the best thing you can do for the show besides listening is sharing it hi love yeah let us know what you thought about the show and of course when we get the emails we'll read them i'm looking in the email box right now i wanted to do mail time mail hard, time hard to do mail time when we have no mail so give us some mail send us some mail i mean also vote no one votes either should we get rid of the voting We'll do a poll. We'll put a poll up. <laughs> poll. We'll put a poll. Should we stop doing the Try vote? And you a poll. just want to listen. What happens. Try a poll. We're trying all kinds of things. But otherwise, that's the end of the show. Take care, y'all. We'll see you when we see you next week. Thanks again for spending. Thanks again for taking time to listen to the podcast. That's still crazy to us that you take your time to listen to us, knuckleheads. Anyways, we'll see you here again next week. Thanks for listening. Be safe. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>